Good morning. Sydney Airport came to a halt last night after a fire alarm saw flights delayed and staff evacuated. Both the domestic and international terminal control units were evacuated just before 7pm with staff ordered away. The story is I'm here at the airport waiting for my um, daughter coming in from the Sunshine Coast, which apparently is going to be late. I've just been looking online and every few minutes the time changes, so it's been a bit... Yeah, frustrating. We heard someone on the plane um, upset that she has missed her next flight as well. It's just, it's overall kind of annoying. Flights from Brisbane and Melbourne to Sydney were cancelled and over a dozen flights were delayed. A 15-year-old driver is facing charges after a wild police chase that saw police officers chase a stolen vehicle across multiple Sydney suburbs. The dramatic pursuit came to an end in a Seven Hills cul-de-sac where three other teenagers were also arrested, the youngest being 12 years old. Police used the Polar helicopter and road spikes during the incident. Two of the passengers will face charges. Officers say one of them was also in breach of her bail. The 10-year-old sister of Dubbo crash victim Mika Pokeria is fighting for life this morning. Freya Pokeria's godmother says she remains in an induced coma in a Western Sydney hospital. 16-year-old Mika died while she and her family were driving from the Gold Coast to Melbourne to see Taylor Swift's concert. Their mother is recovering with minor injuries. A GoFundMe page has been set up with over $37,000 raised. Police are searching for a gang of four men who attacked and stabbed a man in broad daylight outside a McDonald's in Weir Views, west of Melbourne. Witnesses rushed to the man's help after the 21-year-old was bashed and stabbed in the arm, back and head. It's unclear if the victim knew his attackers. The man is in a serious condition in the Royal Melbourne Hospital. There are concerns that the two groups of more than 40 asylum seekers found north of Broome could be a test for people smugglers, with the coalition saying that more are likely. Let's go live to Ben Downey in Canberra. Good morning, Ben. The Prime Minister says they're playing politics. Good morning, Jody. He says the opposition's claims, though, are overblown rhetoric and the coalition isn't interested in outcomes or what's best for the nation, saying nothing has changed with Operation Sovereign Borders. The political stoush erupted when 40 asylum seekers arrived in Beagle Bay and Pender Bay, north of Broome in Western Australia, desperately seeking water before they were arrested by border force. The coalition claims there have been more than 303 illegal arrivals and 12 boats since Labor was elected, saying it's weak on border security and people smugglers are now testing the Prime Minister. By Sunday, all had been taken from Australia to Nauru for offshore processing, leaving from the Derby RAAF base, stopping briefly in Queensland and then arriving in the Pacific Island nation. The opposition attack prompted a rare statement from Navy Rear Admiral Brett Sonter, the commander of the Joint Task Force in charge of Operation Sovereign Borders, saying the mission remains the same today as when it was established in 2013. Protect Australia's borders, combat people smuggling in our region. It's saying any alternate narrative will be exploited by criminal people smugglers. Jody. Okay, Ben Downey in Canberra, thank you. The US is threatening to veto a new Gaza ceasefire resolution if it's put to a vote at the UN Security Council. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester now. Good morning, Tim. What's behind this move? 
Morning, Jody. Well, Algeria is the sponsor bringing it to the United Nations Security Council, but apparently has extensive backing for its plan for a ceasefire, an immediate ceasefire between Israel and the Hamas militants it is attacking in Gaza, and also an immediate release of hostages. However, the critical vote of the United States appears to have been lost already. Linda Thomas-Greenfield, the US ambassador to the UN, says if the plan does come forward in two days as expected it will be vetoed the reason for that she says is that the united Na uh, Na or the united states and allies qatar and egypt are at a uh, fraught sensitive stage of negotiations for a broader ceasefire they hope would last uh, at least six weeks and lead to the release of many of the hostages and they don't want to do anything to upset those negotiations at this stage the US, of course, a strong sponsor of Israel in United Nations votes. Jody. Okay, Tim Lester in the US, thank you. Checking Monday's weather now, showers and a possible storm in Brisbane, heading for a top of 29 degrees. Similar conditions in Sydney, heading for 27. A shower or two and a possible storm in Canberra, a top of 26. Cloud clearing and 23 in Melbourne. Cloudy and 21 in Hobart today. Adelaide mostly sunny, heading for 35 degrees. Partly cloudy with a top of 43 in Perth. And a shower or two and a top of 32 in Darwin. We'll